0: Welcome to the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you are a teacher or administrator looking to change careers, you are in the right place. There can be many reasons an educator is ready to leave the classroom. Boredom, burnout, pressure from parents and administrators, the list goes on and on. If you are ready to move on from teaching, there are many roles in which you can use your teacher's set to have a positive social impact and set yourself up for a fulfilling and rewarding career. Now, let's meet your host, Carrie Conover. Carrie is a veteran educator and ed tech corporate leader turned founder and CEO. So grab your notepad because your new journey outside the classroom starts right now.
1: Hey there, friends. Carrie Conover back for a solo podcast today. We're taking a little break in the success stories. But speaking of success stories, Our new classroom to boardroom community is thriving. There are so many people attending our meetups, checking out our job postings. I'm having so much fun getting to know all the transitioning teachers out there in this community. So let me just take a minute to tell you a little bit about the community and how it differs from our course. And then we're going to get started today talking about the difference between working in customer support and customer success. Recently, I launched a brand new teacher community. This community is a place where teachers who are in transition in various stages come together online to, one, attend live meetups and workshops with industry leaders, two, Frequently visit job boards that I post jobs based on your region and job interests. And three, help each other by being supportive in a private online space. The reason I created this community is that I understand that my course, Classroom to Boardroom, although it ultimately really preps people to transition to working in an education company, it is the deep dive that gets you ready to go, I understand that not everyone can afford the price tag on that course. And I wanted to create a community that everyone could afford that would also give you support and a community where you don't feel alone. So if you're tired of spinning your wheels, trying to network on LinkedIn, or you feel like you don't know how to meet industry leaders and people in the ed tech world, this is a perfect place for you to start. For $20 a month, you could attend weekly meetups with some of my ed tech friends. You get a private, private supportive online community of educators going through what you're going through. You get a network with within circles based on your career interest and location. And again, I'm constantly sharing jobs there and I am very active in that community. There is a seven day, hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. You can learn more about this brand new community over at classroom2boardroom.net backslash community, or find your way over there at kerryconover.com. One of the things that I think transitioning teachers often struggle with is understanding different roles within education companies or within corporate America, which makes a lot of sense. You haven't been existing in that ecosystem. You haven't been existing in that world. And honestly, I can tell you all day long on this podcast, in my blog, I deep dive into this, into the classroom to boardroom course pretty deep. Until you live in that world, it's not going to all totally click for you. And today I'm just going to do a broad overview of the key differences between customer support and customer success. Like I said in the course, I really deep dive more into this, but um, let's get started talking about this. So while these two roles are similar in their title, right, they both have the word customer in them, sometimes people use partner support or partner success. Um, While they are similar in title and they do work closely together on certain goals, there are several key differences between the two of them. So customer support and customer success jobs are excellent, excellent positions for transitioning educators, especially in the ed tech and education space. So it's really essential that you do understand the different unique functions because you don't want to show up at a job interview unclear of like the different roles within a company. You don't want to interview for a job or gosh, even get a job thinking you're going to be doing one role and then it ends up being another. Um, So in a customer success job, you'll be responsible for working with the customer. And so like when I'm talking about this from an education company or an ed tech lens, that means a school or a district or a principal and a superintendent or a director of curriculum. So your job is to ensure that the product or service that they purchased is properly implemented and maintained. Now, let me pause for a second. Customer success can look different at every single company. Customer success is really only about 10 to 14 years old, the job itself. So even some company leaders are still confused about what customer success actually is. Customer success is what I came up through. So that is what I transitioned out of the classroom into. So I I know this well. But if you're at a smaller company, a customer success manager or someone on a customer success team is going to wear more hats when you get to a bigger company, the customer success manager is going to wear less hats. So I'm going to talk about this in the broad sense. It's going to look different at every company. But um, a customer success often begins before a customer or school district signs on the dotted line of the contract. So many times members of a customer success team might accompany a sales team to meetings During the sales process, they'll answer questions about implementation of the product, help set up a plan, especially in a big, large implementation of how the customer, they're going to help set appropriate expectations for how the product can be used in the school district, what the timelines are going to look like, and really ultimately, what does customer success of that product look like? Once that contract is signed, this is really when the customer success team's job starts or is activated, and sometimes there can be an implementation team that steps in and helps with this as well. But this is when they are set into high gear, and they start making sure all the technical components of the implementation are set up, professional development is put into place, and that teachers, administrators, tech teams, coaches, everyone is on board. That is one of the biggest challenges of customer success teams is making sure all the key players are bought into the purchase. As we all know, sometimes not everyone in a school district can be on the same page. So they are there to ensure a smooth rollout, a buy-in, and the launch of the product for the customer. After this launch, the customer success team has to be able to communicate with that school district and their stakeholders to make sure that they all agree on metrics for success. What does success look like and how are we benchmarking towards that success? Without this plan, you can get to the point where the contract is now up and ready for a renewal and no one quite can say if it was a successful customer or successful implementation. And so, especially with a bigger, more enterprise account, meaning lots of dollars, That customer success manager wants to make sure it is not a lost account. And so they have to clearly state what a success look like and how are we marking to that? So their job will be to communicate regularly. Now how regularly depends on your company's segmentation of customers and how important that customer is and how often there will be touch points with that customer. But they will communicate regularly with that internal team, the company's internal team, and then with the school district stakeholders about whether or not those metrics are being met. And then, if they're not being met, that is the customer success team's job to escalate any issues and put a corrective action into plan. So, the customer success is the account owner, they partner with the customer to set up the product, get the service going and ensure that they aren't experiencing major issues and maintain a relationship with them to get not only a renewal, but hopefully an upgrade or an expansion. One misconception that I often see about you know customer success is I hear teachers saying, no, I don't want sales. I am not a salesperson. I'm going into customer success. I see people flooding to customer success and in, in product or instructional design. Um, reality check, customer success is sales. At the end of the day, you need to resell that product and possibly sell more product. Most customer success products, uh, I'm sorry, most customer success positions have renewal and expansion goals or retention goals, which means you are going to have to talk about money and contracts at some point in this job. All right, let's switch and talk about customer support. Customer support roles are key to ensuring customers can successfully use a product in the service that they've purchased. So in our case in education, often customer support is supporting the end users, the teachers. And in most education companies, they are working hand in hand with the customer success team and they're closely tied to also the product team because they're hearing a lot of what's not working, right? And so then that their job is to communicate with the customers to understand their issues, help them resolve those issues. And when they can't, they have to help perform back-end tasks to help resolve those issues. And then if they can't be resolved, have to communicate effectively more significant issues to the company's product teams, engineers, etc. So entry-level customer support roles include responsibilities such as possibly answering emails, online service tickets, phone calls, and this is a wonderful job for a transitioning teacher learning um, to look more to learn about how an education act company actually works because you get to hear a lot about the details of what's going on within a product and a company, And you really do learn the product inside and out. And you also learn the teams, how the company functions, especially if you're working at a smaller company or a startup. Once you get the hang of this type of role, you could then advance into a role in which you're performing more analytical work within this type of a team, looking at trends and data from the issues and questions that are coming up to help inform um, the product team and the design team of what customers are telling you. Customer support roles are often gateways into data analysis roles, product roles, learning design roles, and more naturally, customer success roles. Do you need tech experience for a role at an ed tech company? Yes, it would actually really help if you're a techie, but primarily in this type of role, you need to be organized and capable of learning tech systems. And being able to answer customer questions, you know, have the patience to listen to people's problems and help them solve it. So these roles are similar. To be successful in either one of those roles, you have to be a problem solver. You can't be a person who panics when something goes wrong. I would say the reason I was so incredibly successful and moved up quickly in customer success is I am a natural problem solver. When there is a problem, an emergency, I am the first one there to solve it. Like just in life, my instincts. My husband always says, like, how do you think of the solution sometimes that you come up with when we even just run into problems in our everyday life? It's just the way my brain functions. Also, you're gonna be able you're gonna need to be able to be a really good listener. Not only listen to your customer about their needs and concerns, but you're also gonna have to anticipate their needs and concerns. They're both customer-facing, the whole job. So you have to have good people skills, and also your verbal and written communication skills must be greatly honed and aligned to those company's values. You have to be patient, kind, and be able to mold and align to the company's voice. You want to make sure your values align to the company that you're working for. If you're a transitioning educator with other, very little other experience outside of the classroom, you're going to want to take a look at your um, existing skills to know if this role is right for you. So is it customer success or customer support? So let me give you a couple of things that I would think about if you're trying to make a choice between the two. Are you good at public speaking and frequently communicating with others? I can't stress the public speaking enough. I can't tell you how many times in customer success I stood up in front of Some of the largest school districts in this country's leadership teams, Um, school boards, rooms full of hundreds and hundreds of teachers, okay? So you have to be able to stand up and be a good public speaker. You have to be able to communicate with others. Does that kind of work sound like it would exhaust you? If so, I don't think customer success is going to be for you. You have to talk to people all day long. Also, are you able to um, quickly pick up tech? Are you a tech person? Are you good at sitting at a computer all day, typing, solutions, thinking of solutions? Are you a quick learner? If so, customer support may be a better role for you. So it's not an extrovert, introvert thing necessarily. It's not that black and white, but I would say that does kind of align with customer success versus customer support. Customer success people typically have more of that business mindset and are ready to sell and upgrade and dive deep into those business relationships. I would say customer support has more of a mind for systems and and navigating problems more quickly and not deep diving into those problems. But hey, you know your best yourself best. How were you feeling when I was talking about these roles? Did one freak you out and one made you feel more comfortable? Listen to what your gut says. And also... I've opened up this brand new community, of course, Classroom to in the Course. If you can afford it, I'm telling you, that is your fast track to really deep diving into this information. You learned, it's like basically EdTech Business 101. But if you can't afford that, I've, I've created a $20 a month community where you get to actually meet me live and in person. There's opportunities at least twice a week. Um, I bring in speakers. So check that out. Again, you can learn more at carryconover.com. I hope this episode today has helped you learn a little bit more about the difference between customer support and customer success. If you're not following me over on LinkedIn, please find me and follow me. Also, those of you that comment on my post and like my post, I see your names. I appreciate it. I love the support. I'm noticing you. So thanks for being part of my community, either on LinkedIn or in our new community or in our course. Until next time, my friends, keep working hard and I'll see you next week.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast.